Hello, welcome to Shooting for Grand. I'm your host, Sierra Collins. These podcasts are designed to be inspirational for any showman shooting for grand on the county, state, or national level. Today, I will be visiting with Sarah Sullivan from Dunlap, Iowa. Most people know the Sullivan family, but today you will get to learn more about Sarah. Also, the Collins family is selling 18 May and April born steers on sconlinesales.com on March 7th. Also, be looking out for our fallborn steer sale April 5th. And we switched that to a Monday because we usually have it on the day that is on Easter. So you can go to church. Hello, Sarah. Thank you so much for getting on today. Can you tell us how you and your family have been doing here lately? Yes. Hi, Sierra. Um, Thank you for having me on. So my family includes my dad, John, and my mom, Dee Dee, and I actually have a little sister, Sage, who is uh, in sixth grade, and she's not really as into showing as I am, so not a lot of people know about her, but she she's just my little sister. She does her own thing. That's amazing. And um, when we did the oh, it was the Showtime's magazine magazine. They did a thing for Christmas, and we uh, got to be on there. And I saw the video she did with you, and she, um, she described Sage as kind of the hidden child and. I think that's just awesome, and everyone knows about you and your family, but I always think it's still great to introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm Sarah Sullivan. Um, I'm from Dunlop, Iowa. I have been showing since I was five or six, and it's what I love to do, but that's my pride, my passion, what just what I love to do. That is exactly how I feel about it as well. So everyone always sees you at a show and everyone knows you and your family, but is there anything that you like to do when you're not showing or working in the barn? Um, I used to be really into sports, but since I got into high school, it's been more difficult, you know, with they take athletics more seriously, and I just don't have the time to be able to show, go to shows when I want, and work on my animals as much as I want. So that's basically I stopped. I stopped doing sports after middle school, and um, but besides working in the barn and going to shows, I hang out with my friends. You know, we like to go see movies or go shopping and just do that kind of thing. That's awesome. I love hanging out with my friends. I mean, especially I'm lucky. There's not many kids in our uh, grade that are involved in the cattle industry, but there are a few there and I'm so grateful to have them and they're awesome. So you have been very, very successful throughout your showing career. In fact, congratulations at the Cattlemen's Congress. Can you tell us how you did there real quick? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, So I actually, it was really cool. I got to, um, I had a great success there. I won the um, Supreme Junior Heifer Show, 
with a fall calf of foundation scimitol. And that was really cool to um, have that uh, little fall calf kind of sneak in there for the win. It was really kind of a surprise kind of um, really cool. Oh, yeah, I bet. And I remember I was in the stands and Matt Scasta was judging. And so I was sitting down there with uh, Rain and Cutter and uh, Hudson Carter. And uh, Rain and Cutter went down there with his dad. And then they selected you as the champion heifer. And I thought that was super special and neat to watch. For sure. That was really cool. Really special moment. I like when they, um, you know, incorporate something fun like that with their family. It was really special. Oh, absolutely. Paul Clapp at OIE, he, the last two years he's judged, he's done something different. The first time, uh, or actually uh, in 2018, when my friend Tinley Mefford won, he actually uh, showed her calf and then she got to slap her own steer. It was something else. And then when I had the privilege to win in 2019, um, he had my mom slap it. And oh my gosh, that was just incredible so anyway what has been your most memorable experiences out of everything you've won I'm, I'm sure it must be really tough but what is your most memorable one to you yeah so definitely my most memorable experience would be um, in 2015 I won Louisville Supreme for the first time and it was because it had always been something in the back of my mind I'd watched um, my cousins growing up I watched my cousins show super competitively and I seen them win Louisville Supreme State Fair Supreme like I and I just knew like my biggest goal was always Louisville Supreme and my dad was it's my favorite show it's his favorite show we we love Louisville and he's always hyped it up to me so much ever since I was young. So winning it for the first time was just a dream come true. And it every, like any time, um, I win a show like that. I just, I never, the feeling never changes, you know, it's always such a like privilege. And I, I'm so thankful that I get the opportunity to show at that level and the heifers I have. And, um, but definitely the first time I won in 2015 in Louisville was super heartfelt and something I can just remember like the back of my like the back of my hand. Oh, I bet that was. And you've won it a couple times since then, and so I can see why the first time was the most cherishable. And so that's awesome. So you have had so much success um, but everyone in the livestock industry has had some kind of disappointing moment. What would that be for you? Yeah, um, there there is definitely a defining disappointing disappointing moment for me, and um, that would be the last Denver there was. So uh, Denver twenty twenty, I had I had a um foundation scimitol heifer and she she was definitely a pain in the show ring you know she 
loved to um, jump around and she really, she got away from me and multiple times. So it was very stressful and she ended up getting away, I think it was four times. And um, so the National Western people had to come and tell me that I could not show her for the rest of the show. And this was in um, her division, I believe. Yeah. So that was really hard for me because I felt like I kind of, you know, ruined my chance. Well, I did ruin my chances, but, you know, things, you get over things. And that's still something I think about sometimes. And I'm like, oh, man. But there's nothing, you you know, when stuff like that happens, there's nothing you can do. And you just got to move on and try, like, don't let it get to you too bad. So, yeah, that's my disappointing moment for sure. Absolutely. I know what you mean. And I, I've i talked about this steer before. He's the steer that won Tulsa last year. Uh, but And at Tulsa, he actually acted very good. And I was shocked about how amazing he acted. But um, I took him to the Southwest District. And there he did not act very good at all. He got away four times. But thankfully at that show, it's not very, it's not a huge show. It's still, it's still a competitive show, but it's not huge. And so if they get away, they don't ask you to leave or anything. Thank goodness. That was a disappointing moment for me, but I know how you feel. It is just a pain when they want to jump around and get away. Mm-hmm. I don't know how big of a deal you were when you first started showing because uh, I was little at that time. Describe the first time you went into the ring with your first show calf. Yeah, I the first time I ever went in a show ring was when I was I want to say 5. I had I know what calf I had. I had a I had a dark roan shorthorn heifer calf like a young calf and it was a county fair type show, local show, and um, it was almost like a introductory show. Like they call it the buckle, the um, bottle or bottle calf show or something like that. And um, we, it's kids who are like eight and under get to go in, and you have a calf and you just show, and they have funny prizes at the end, like best dressed or best. Um, they have best calf and best showman, which are the two real like um, prizes. But I ended up winning um, best showman, and it was it was such a funny experience because it wasn't like a real show, but it kind of was. But I I thought it was at the that time, you know, and I was super super excited. And um, my dad had been teaching me for a few months prior, you know, all the ins and outs and how to show, we worked on showmanship, you know, we worked on like daily hair care and, um, he would quiz me all the time on like questions they may ask me in the ring, like what, who, what's your calf out of, or, um, what's her birthday and what breed. And so I would say, quiz me, quiz me, because I just, I was so excited, you know, to get in the ring for the first time. And that was my first show experience. I, I took it as a success. It was definitely a success. 
<laughs> Absolutely. And it's amazing for me to see the first time I went into the ring to what I am now. And it's just crazy how much I've learned and how much my parents have helped me with all this technical stuff, whether it's in showmanship or just working in the barn. But it's just amazing how much the cattle industry has taught me, and I am ever so grateful. So you have had so much success, as I once said, and I'm going to say it again probably, but it is very true. So you you must have had a lot of awards that you've won. And this is just a question that popped into my mind when I was making these up for you. Um and so what do you do with all the awards that you win? Where is there a special place that you put them? Um, in my house, we have kind of a, a room that really, it has no purpose other than just holding up space. But um, we ended up starting to put banners in there and um, like trophies or ribbons around. And it's kind of um, a cool little room that, is just decorated with awards and it's um it's really cool. I put like there's a spot in that room where I put my favorite banner and I change it out sometimes if I get, you know, a new favorite one, but it's just a little room in our house that doesn't really serve a purpose other than <laughs> holding my banners up. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, it's got to be used for something, right? Definitely. It's your senior year, right? Yes. Um, are there any plans that you have for going to college? Yeah, so I definitely know I want to go to college. My issue is just where do I go? But um, I haven't narrowed down. I applied to, I applied to four, and I have it down to two. But with COVID, visiting schools isn't super easy right now. So once I visit um, Kansas State and Oklahoma State, I will be able to gauge where, which one I like better and go from there. That sounds great, and I'm sure it must be tough. And I know I'm only 12, but I'm always like, there's so many opportunities. There's so many universities and so many things to be, and I have no idea what I want to do. So do you know what you're going to go to college to be? Yeah, I have um, kind of a plan in my head. I want to go to college for and get a business degree. And um, that's just really a wide range of options with that. And I love the um, – my dad owns Sullivan Supply, and I love that um, kind of idea of going into that one day. So, yeah, I think business degree is where I'm headed. That sounds awesome. And I have no idea what I want to be when I grow up. You'll figure it out. How did you figure out what you wanted to be? How did business come into mind for you? Well, to me, I thought it would be the most logical thing because I, you know, everyone who shows cattle usually goes for an ag goes to the agriculture side of things like ag business or ag economics or pre-vet and those are great options but I knew that if I wanted to step into the supply one day it's less about for me 
the agriculture side because we grow up in the agriculture industry. We know this stuff. So I don't, I didn't feel like I needed that background as much as I needed a true business side of things. Wow. That's a, that's a very legitimate reason. And I'm definitely going to have to remember that when I'm thinking of what I'm going to be when I grow up. I think we've gone through everything. Are there any words of advice that you would like to share to the listeners? Yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, I'm 18 and my show career is gradually starting to finish up like more than sooner than I had hoped for. And um, I still have a couple years left, but you know, it's like, I just see the end a little bit and I, it's hard, but um, definitely I would say take advantage of, or don't take for granted all the um, memories and the wins or the um, everything going on because you don't get, you those don't last forever and you can look back on them and you can reminisce, but if you can just be in be in the moment, be thankful, be grateful, be humble, and thank everyone who's helped you. Thank those who have supported you, those who always are there for you and make everything happen behind the scenes. Those are the people you want to thank and keep around and definitely don't take for granted the time that you get to spend in the ring or out of the ring, just around at shows, definitely. That's great words of advice, and that's something we all need to strive to do, like you said. Thank you so much for being on here. It was very nice meeting you. Thank you for having me. It was nice to meet you, too. No problem. I hope to see you soon at a show. Yes, for sure. I'll see you soon. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like and share it. And God be with you as you shoot for grand. Thank you.